All right, everyone. Thanks for joining the Zero Hoots podcast here, Journey to the Last Hoot. We have Kid Boston on the line. Uh, he worked what closely. Up, what, up? what up? He uh, worked closely with 3Pac, produced uh, over 100 of, of his tracks, um, helps him with the artistic vision. Um, he also uh, was behind the scenes helping him with his marketing efforts. Um, Kid Boston here worked really hard helping 3Pac with his vision, and uh, really happy to have him on the line here. What's good, Kid Boston? What, what an introduction, seriously. It's just, that's just beautiful, like, honestly. You can't, you can't, that couldn't have been better. Yes, son. So, uh, oh. yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. We know you, you produce tracks for Little B, 3Pac, uh, a lot of artists, but, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about your journey, how you all, how you started making music, and uh, let's go from there. Um, I mean, it really truly started on Christmas when I was like nine years old. My parents bought me this music production software out of nowhere. Like I never, never even asked for it. And it was extremely complicated from, for a 10 year old. I mean, I, I was really good with computers back then, but like it took me so long to make my first song and it was just probably the crappiest song ever. And but I made it, I figured out how to do it, and I made a full-length beat, and it probably took like four months, but wow. I was 10 years old, you know? Um, and then from there, I just, I started playing trumpet when I was in school, and I uh, was in the, I, I was in the jazz, uh, jazz band when I was 12, playing trumpet for a while, and then uh, from there, I moved on to turntables, and was DJing a lot. I was making mixtapes. I uh, then started producing my own music and composing my own music, and I started making, like, early 90s hip-hop. And I, I was actually technically discovered by Inspector Deck of the Wu-Tang Clan. Um, nice. He and his label, they uh, bought my first beats off me way back. That was, like, almost 20 years ago from now. And, yeah, I worked with this group called Desert Ease, and they were signed to inspect the Dex label at the time, which was a sister group of Universal, and they bought a couple beats off me. I, I had songs where I sampled Al Green, and I literally got them copywritten because you can't, you samples at that time, it was like people were getting sued, People are having to pay money back from royalties because of the samples. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's crazier now than it was back then, but it was pretty dangerous. So you, I did the right thing, and I tried to get a copyright on, like, 20 seconds of an Al Green song. And Al Green's publishing company, like, didn't ask for any money. They comp they passed it immediately. They listened to it because you have to send a copy of it. And I was shocked. I was young, and I got my copyright, my first copyright for the first beat I ever sold. It was amazing, you know? Yeah. And back then, people bought beats more often. Like, they don't do it anywhere near as enough now because the production software is super easy. Like, they have games that are making music, and anybody can just pick it up. I mean, it really depends on if you're you got that creative talent or you stick with it and practice and, and always progress and try to be better and better. Mm -hmm. And eventually I moved on from sampling beats. I mean, I still sample beats, just I moved on from it. 
moved on to trap, was influenced by like Young Jeezy at the time. And, you know, I was just always a fan of music, so I wasn't always, I never got stuck in that like 90s old head music fucking stereotype, you know, that yeah. a lot, some people my age are just stuck in, you know? Yeah. And I was always open to new artists and like, Little B, like, when I first saw his video, it was Pretty Bitch, and I was like, what is, what is this? I was so confused by it. I didn't know if he was being serious, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that has a lot to do with, like, Three Fox videos. A lot of people are saying the same thing, you know what I mean? Like, is he being serious? Is this serious? Like, or is this a joke? Or is this, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Do you think, um, yeah, how do you think Little B paving the way? Did that help inspire Three Pac at all? Like, I mean, you know. Oh, three, yeah. Ryan! Ryan was very, very influenced by Three Pac from the very beginning. You know what I mean? But Ryan also was, you know, really—he was already into music. He was already making music. Yeah. It just—he hadn't developed Three Pac per se, but like he—he was—he was making beats forever, from what he told me. You know. Mm-hmm. And and I listened to a lot of his beats and they're really dope. And he got that uh, he got a song on a, a, a Del the Funky Homo Sapiens album under the name Silverback. And like that was crazy when he told me because it's like I had no like he, when he told me he produced uh, Swag Like Osama, I was shocked because that beat was insane. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, 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 definitely. He uh, he also I mean back when I was rapping on one of my mixtapes, he produced a song. Um, for me as well on this track called Feast In and uh, it's definitely one of my favorite songs I've ever made but yeah I know he made I mean he made yeah bro you definitely gotta send me some of your music I wanna check that shit out for real yeah definitely man but I mean uh, I like McChickens he made that beat Uh, Swag Like Osama you know he made that beat Um, the song uh, he made a lot he made a lot of his own beats and people don't realize it because they were some of the cleanest beats he had on his his content they were they sounded like something like uh, you know eight oh eight mafia would put out, and like mm-hmm. no one no one believed it, yeah. you know. But he also worked with a crazy amount of producers, you know. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, crazy amount. It was, and it's very similar to how Little B got all these producers sending him beats for free too, you know. Yeah, and I, you know, thinking back, how did you first hear about Three Pac? Um, I saw a video that he did. It wasn't the World Star video. I saw that later, but I think it was Swag like Osama. I really yeah. think that. I think I saw that, and I I was like very mixed with emotions when I listened to it and watched the video because it was the video, and I didn't know like what was going on at first. You know what I mean? Like it was crazy. I couldn't stop watching it though. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, it wasn't, like, some, like, terrible, stupid song where somebody's screaming in the microphone and don't even... Somebody trying too hard to make, like, a a song that's satirical. He was... It was really good. He was wearing, you know what I mean? Like, the beard and everything, and the beat went with it so good. And just, he flowed on that beat really well. And it was super catchy and hilarious, you know? And the, the video was just, I think the video also complimented so much. It definitely made it, just him in any video, it's just, you can't, 
robot smile, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So after that, you were, you were hooked. And at the, at first, did you, um... I was very, very interested. Um, yeah. He actually friend requested me and hit me up. I, I didn't hit him up. I didn't have a chance to. He literally, like, maybe, like, less than a week after I first saw any of his music, he friend requested me. And when he friend requested me, I hit him up and said, hey, I saw your music. That It was fucking really good. Like, like it was hilarious, blah, blah, blah. And we started talking. We just started talking about random shit. Yeah. It's all over the place. And I told him, hey, I'm a producer. And he's like, yeah, I know. He's like, send me some fire. And I started sending him beats. And, you know, like, I think the first time I sent him beats, I probably sent him, like, 10 or something. It was, yeah. like, definitely 10. No, I, I remember him talking about you, too. Well, do you remember what the first song was that he put out on one of your beats? Oh, my God. Yeah. Even I, wish he, I, yeah, even I wish I had it off the top of my head. There's so many, though. Yeah, like, well, I can tell you a bunch of early ones, but at the actual first one yeah. that he recorded on, I don't even know if, if that got released or anything. Because, yeah. like, I want to say, like, like the song Sun, you know what I mean? That yeah. ancient artifact. Yeah. Um, like, that, that was recorded on way before it was released. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like a random that I was just sending him that I was working on it wasn't even done and he recorded on that I didn't even know he recorded on it until I saw it and I was like oh my god it was like like I thought that was the best best shit ever because it's like no one has ever done anything like that no one yeah and he and he did it like straight up straight face like I'm gonna say son every word and then like <laughs> bring the intensity that still created it's like it was still a song, even though he's literally saying "son" over and over again. It, yeah. just, I could talk about that song forever. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's it's also genius though, because he was a legit genius. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people just have no clue about this. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, unless they were close to him. Yeah, because that that he 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 is a great character. He could have been an actor. He could, he could have, he was going so, it was just crazy forward progression at the time. Mm -hmm. He was always getting better, but like at that time it was him taking a step to like the actual next level of being in studios with famous artists and really making a name for himself in the Bay Area and just, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. crazy it's tragic there's nothing we can do about it and i mean there's just so much that we can talk about uh, you know what i mean like about before that you know mm-hmm. that yeah. that will always live long it should live long you know what i mean because yeah. there's so many things so and yeah I, we, yeah like you mentioned like he had the, the his artistic genius was like really unique and his comedic genius was really unique i mean how long, like, when did you start to understand the Zero Hoots movement? And, you know, like, what, like, you know, was it like, it took, did it take you a while to understand Zero Hoots? Was, did he, was he even preaching Zero Hoots at the time you started uh, talking to him? Do you mind just telling us about that? Honestly, like, me, me and him were, were very close before Zero Hoots was created. And, like, 
when he came out with Zero Hoots, I, me and him were sitting there just literally trolling the shit out of people online with Zero Hoots for before it became even a brand. Yeah. You know, like that. That that's some super real old school shit. Like Zero Hoots, like before it was a gang, before it was a squad, before it was anything, it was like a way of thought. You know what I mean? Like we talked about that extensively too. Yeah. Like I didn't think it. Like at the time, I didn't think it was going to turn into a brand or be anything. You know what I mean? It was just three pog. That's what it was. That's his. Like that's how he is. Who he is. Yeah. Like yeah. that's how he lived his life. And so, like to me, Zero Hoots was being talked about. Like that very like you know. When I first found out about it, 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 I was there, you know what I mean? Like, not not there physically, but, you know what I mean? Like, when I turned into Zero Hoots Gang, I wasn't shocked at all. When it became a huge movement, I was very happy. I was very just like, wow, this kid is a fucking genius. Like, yeah. it happened so, it, you, you have no idea how, how fast it happened. Yeah. We, it went from, from being drunk and joking about it to, there's a legit movement, and they're, they've taken the name that he wanted to put out. Mm-hmm. He decided that's what he wanted to do, and it, it happened instantly. Yep. It's literally a cult following. Yeah. Do you, I mean, did you ever feel like you, have you ever given hoots before and felt like maybe a, you were a trout or like you were, you know, going down a path of, of hoot yelling? Oh, yeah. And then, you know, like, did, did his mantra, like, can you, can you tell us a story maybe about how, like, his mantra and his, you know, his, the Zero Hoots movement helped you kind of get get out of a dark place? Yeah, 1,000%. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's happened numerous times where, you know what I mean, like, I definitely was probably, you know, I, I, I mean, it's, it's weird to say, oh, I was given a hoot and being a trout, but, you know what I mean, literally and symbolically, in a sense, I've all like that's happened so many times, and that idea and his ideology really, you know, what I mean, it did push me out of places like that. It did make me a more positive and more confident person. And it was literally like that whole concept that he came up with. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it definitely like like seven or eight times where serious shit was going on in my life at that, you know, in the past six years. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like everybody, I mean, has probably given a hoot and felt like a child at some time. It's up to you to decide whether or not you want to continue to be that or you're going to, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. not give a hoot, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, really live, like, not caring about other people's bullshit and shit. You shouldn't, you know, get caught up or be upset about. I mean, I feel like it's so deep that it's hard for people just to to understand it. It's easy to understand the concept, but it's hard to really understand how deep it goes. Yeah. Yeah, one thing I'm running into is that people, they, they hear the term zero hoots, and they just instantly think it means to just not give a fuck about anything, um, which I think they're completely missing the point where oh, yeah. know, it's like, you know, you, you got to care about certain things in your life, and you got to have, you know, purpose, whether it's your family, friends, um, you know, your job, you know, you got to give a hoot about something, but all everything else that distracts you from that and keeps you from being who you are, you know, you shouldn't give a hoot about that. 
And I think a lot of the... Oh, yeah. And his music is lyrics. He makes that pretty clear. It's just, yeah. you know, I feel like a lot of people who listen, who, who listen to his music or are trying to rep ZHG, I feel like a lot of those people just don't really fully... They're not putting in the effort to fully understand it. Yeah. Or they just are, are new to it because anybody who's new to something can make mistakes. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just want people, if they want to be a part of it, they're welcome. And clearly, every we would welcome anyone who cares. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like some people are missing the point. You know? And yeah. I feel like it, it, it's just, you know, there's such a strong movement of people who are still talking regularly right now that, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Just because just because he's not here anymore, it didn't it didn't stop his movement. His his following is still there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the the true the true people of ZHC that have been there from the beginning, like they're still here. I don't see. I haven't seen anybody switch up. Yeah. How do you? How do you think we should continue his legacy? And, um, you know, I mean, and, you know, I because. The value I see with Zero Hoots is that we're helping people overcome, you know, issues they might face in their life and become a stronger person who can express themselves and get after what what they want to do and not give a hoot about anything that tries to stop them. And I think that there's a lot of value tied behind that. I'm just trying to figure out myself how to continue that and how to keep it going. Yeah. Um, do you, that, I mean, that's a tough thing because like there's so many things you can do and like. Yeah. Ryan, he had millions of things that he wanted to do with it. He, I, I was, I, I just, for the first time since he passed, I downloaded all the messages that I had, and I didn't realize I didn't have all of them because he switched accounts. Like six years ago, he switched accounts from yeah. his original account, which I'm pretty sure was like three, three apocalypse or something like that. Mm-hmm. But and they changed to his actual name because uh, Facebook was. There's actually a conversation. Facebook was making him put his real name, and then it didn't work or something. So it's hard. That was a while ago. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, he. I mean, what? what I, I forget now what we were talking about. Were we were we still talking about like where to take it? You know yeah. I mean, I mean kind of. Yeah, mean, that's what I thought. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. I had a great but, you know, Yeah, yeah. Too, too much weed. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it's so hard to, to to just like there's too many options to be honest. You can you can't think about it like what there's nothing to do or it's gonna be hard to figure out where to take it because I'm sure you know there's a million ways that you can do it. It's finding the right ways to do it, the best ways to do it. You know? Yeah. Because. I mean, anybody close to him, anybody who's part of the EG, anybody who, you know what I mean, is a fan, supports him, whatever, they they all want to see the legacy continue to live on, the brand live on. The brand stands for a lot, and it still does. Yeah. You know, ZHG does have a good message, and, I mean, we should try to do good with it. We should try to, you know more people to listen to his music, you know? Yeah. On, on top of that, we sh- I, I think maybe we should get some, some CHG artists that Ryan wanted to, you know, he supported, you know what I mean? Like, artists he supported and work with them and make them a part of it, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. I mean, a lot of them are, are already a part of it. I see I see a bunch of crap from Derek Mank fucking putting videos out wearing Zero Hoots gear, and he seems like he's putting in more work than anybody else. Yeah. And I don't really pay that much attention to what he's doing, to be honest. You know what I mean? Like, me and him are cool. He's been Facebook friends with me forever, but, like, I, I when I see his videos, I, I'll click on it, and it's like, it's, it's nice to see that, you know? Yeah. I was kind of shocked when somebody brought up the other day that he was like, I don't know what exactly was said. I just saw the uh, post after. Some, I think it was Judy saying that he wasn't doing it to exploit anybody. Yeah. You yeah. know? He, yeah, he, I mean, his story is interesting because he actually got trolled by 3Pac. So when 3Pac dissed Little Well, yeah, D, everybody yeah, got he, Exactly. Ryan fucking trolled me for fun and he knew that yeah. you know what I mean I knew and we would troll each other but that's like how we became friends you know yeah and I mean at the end of the day like no, now he, he's putting out he's putting out more content than anyone and if anything we need people like Derek Mink out there supporting the cause and I, he, I mean he fully gets it he he knows what Zero Hoots means um, he oh also, yeah he also that, that's clear podcast. if you watch his videos it's clear yeah, he, but like, what, what, uh, what sparked that? Like, who, what did whoever say say? Like, uh, that's what I don't know. Yeah, I that's mean, why I made that post the other day because, like, I, I want people to know, like, hey, like, Ryan would love this shit. You know what I mean? So don't sit here and say that he's doing something wrong. I don't know what was said though. Yeah, honestly, I'm not. I don't want to, you know, bring up any negativity. You don't want right to talk now. about that. That's yeah. why I respect that. Yeah, I mean. We um we can talk about that offline. But but, but shout uh, to Derek Mink, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he's putting he's putting in work for ZHG and that's a good thing. And I feel I, if anything we should have more people doing that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, even though he wasn't you know, he he didn't, you know, rep Ryan since his first video or you know, he might have been trolled. He might Oh yeah. You know, like it's all it's all good. I mean the the thing is like we're going into a new a new phase here where people are gonna have to embody and understand Zero Hoots who might have not ever knew 3Pac when he was alive. Might not ever knew Ryan. So that's something yeah. that I'm trying to do and I I do want to, you know, I, I want to help people, you know, put out their music. I want the ZHG to be a, a support system for anyone to put out a song, put out a video, and the whole Zero Hoots gang is backing it up, dropping comments, you know, liking the video. I mean, we, we need to have that army again, and I feel like if we had people putting out music with the ZHG, like we we could all do better. If if you try to you know if you try to do it solo, it's that, gonna be a lot harder. That's what Ryan wanted. I I have messages of him talking about how he was gonna have a ZHG mansion and that everybody that was in ZHG was gonna live there. Yep. Literally, message like and they. I mean, it's probably like. I don't know, maybe six months before he passed, but yeah. that, that's what he, there's so many here, I couldn't sit here and read all of them too, but like, it would take probably six hours, but, you know, six years of fucking writing and shit, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to scroll through this and like, I'm sure I'm going to find so many things that, you know what I mean, it's just amazing, like, he legit, like, like VHG, it legit, like, he was pushing that positive message. He he'd be trolling people, but he'd be trolling people in a, such a different way than a, a normal troll. You know yeah. what I mean? I could never consider him a troll, even though he did it. 
because he was making people laugh. He was making people happy, and he was spreading good messages, even if it was some of his stuff was nonsensical. It's, that's still, that's who he was. That was three pod, you know? So it did make sense. It's just people couldn't grasp it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. I, I think um, I definitely agree with you on that one. Well, you know, if you, I mean, I'm sure you have tons of experiences with, with three pod, with working with him. But can you think of like one experience where like your most insane experience or kind of like something where like you realize that, you know, like you were working with someone who is, you know, really special. He had a gift, like any, any sort of moment that kind of like blew your mind. I mean, it's hard to pick like one moment. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, honestly, I knew he was special very early on within a year of talking to him and being friends and stuff. Like, I used to tell him, I probably I probably told him like a hundred times, like, you are a genius, you are special. Like, nobody hustles as hard as you. Nobody puts in that much work. The amount of time he would put in to advertising and promoting his music, making something viral, that he used to tell me things like, oh, I would put these certain tags in my videos so I would get more people coming and like he was the the first artist of clickbait in my opinion you know yeah like he perfected that art he, there's just so many things it's insane yeah yeah like yeah. people just don't know like they're, they're they think it's so simple and it's not yeah yeah I mean honestly the the the, the I mean it's weird because like I don't know how I want to answer that because like Crazy's experience is one thing, but, like, the, the best experience, I'd say, was when we first decided to do, like, a real hip-hop song. Because mm -hmm. the way he recorded it, he was in Atlanta, he was with Jalen Thomas, he was sitting on the floor, Taylor Camero was there, like, there's some fucking, the, the, that, that was just a great experience, the way it came together. But, like, crazy experience, I'd have to say, like, the whole cheddar on my dick and the conversation we had about making the video and how it was going to be, because that is just the most hilarious conversation ever. And he did exactly everything he said he was going to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd, be making, I'd be making jokes saying, oh, you should do this, oh, you should do that. And he'd be like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Like, and he did. It's fucking... Going so wait, I, oh, I, I I'm I'm taking it back a, a little bit. When you mentioned him being in Atlanta with Jalen, um, yeah, did, did you so did you produce the Rap God song? Was that your beat? What uh, New Age Real SMC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I, the whole idea of of him doing a real hip hop song that that came from me. I'm not trying to brag or anything like that. I'm not like that, and. That was something that I had to convince him to do because he didn't think people would would get it. He didn't want to like he wanted to stay to you know getting viral hits, being like really shocking and controversial. And I said no, like you're so so much deeper than this. Like you keep doing this. I'm not telling you to stop. I'm just saying people will appreciate it, you know. And people do. People people listen to that those songs to this day. Yeah, you know, like he literally put his all into it, and it's not like he just tried to put a, a classic hip hop song together because I know he could do that. He could rap. If, if he could rap like uh, how somebody thinks a '90s rapper should sound, or 
how a rapper should sound for somebody who's like 40 years old or something, right? Yeah. But he, he, I don't know, he was very hesitant of it, but once he did it, and he did the video for it, and like, that was just really, that was amazing right there. Yeah. He talked to me about doing that video, being on that hill, and just looking at the sun, and having him like, you know what I mean, just like on that hill, on the sunset in Cali and shit, it was crazy. Yeah, because he, he did the he did the video in Cali, but he recorded it on the floor, sitting on the floor in Atlanta when he visited them. Yeah, wow. Yeah, no, I mean, it sounds like you gave him, like you you had confidence in him to make, you know, good rap music and made him not feel like he had to troll. And uh, definitely appreciate that for you know telling him and being a voice that told him to make good rap songs to show off his talent so well i know i knew he could and i knew that you know his fans they'd be you know they, they're gonna like him even more for being that multi-dimensional you know what i mean like that versatile yeah yeah because i knew a lot of people at that time they would just watch his his videos because they they thought it was funny and they could care less about the music yeah. and there was a message he wanted to get out, even in his, his most hilarious video, he's putting a message out. There's, there's always uh, symbolism behind everything he did. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know, I, I guess, you know, working with him, hundreds, I mean, hundreds of songs you produce for him, which is, which is crazy to think that, um, yeah, honestly, like, a lot of songs I didn't even know that he recorded on because he wouldn't tell me every song, and I'd be finding songs that had, like, 20,000 hits on YouTube that I made, and I'd be like, oh, my God, bro. That shit made me so, so happy, you know what I mean? Like, yep. he, he was just on another level. The way he could go online and market and advertise and get people to listen to his shit was unlike anyone else I've ever seen to this day. No one else was doing what he was doing. He was going to the weirdest websites, the weirdest forums, trolling the shit out of people to get views, and he and he did it. And yeah. not only did he do that, he made it work for him. He made it bring him so many fans. Every day, he was the one physically bringing in fans. Yeah. Yeah, that's... um. I, you know, I, I watched him definitely. He, he just knew the right audience that would get some sort of rise out of what he was doing. And he was able to get after that audience and then knew he could convert them into fans once he, uh, you know, initially shocked them. He was obsessed with that uh, weightlifting website. I'm pissed. I can't remember the name of it. This, this forum, and it was for, like, people who lifted weights, and he said it was hilarious, like, people write the stupidest shit and he would sit there and troll people. He'd make these weird posts asking odd questions and somehow it would like bring somebody to listening to a three-pot song, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember that too. I forget what it's called as well. Dude, he um, loved that shit. Yeah, definitely. You know, do you, can you, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot, but can you think of any other times that like, you know, he, he was he could troll different blogs. He knew how to get his audience engaged with him. Um, I guess, you know, what 
I mean, do you do you have a, a favorite song you do with Three Pog? I know you mentioned like Sun was one of them that you that, that that's you like. so hard to choose. It really is. Yeah. I I I, I was thinking about because I knew it would come up, and it's just ah, uh, there's so many, and I like yeah. like Cali Bud. It's just such a clean song. Like that's a song that could have been on the fucking radio and should have been. Yeah. It was just so clean. And it was unlike all these other songs because it wasn't really like a uh, uh, like a like a lyrical hip hop video like East Coast ish, and it wasn't really like his other music where he's like going beast mode or you know yeah. what I mean. It was very different. You know what I mean? It wasn't even like trap, but it was like it fit the beat perfectly. Yeah, and it was just almost like it just a legit a Bay Area California song, you know, mm-hmm. and. I felt it was very professionally done. I think I mastered it. I know I know. I did uh, some engineering on the mix down and everything. I'm pretty sure I mastered it, but I can't remember. Actually, there's, there's another song that I released that was fucking amazing that... Uh, now I can't... There's literally so... There literally is like 100 songs. That's what, that's what sucks. It's like I can't remember 100 songs. Do you know which one might have gotten the most views or became the most viral? No. I've, I've tried finding that out, though. I literally have looked, and it's like, a lot of them, they got 50,000 or more. And it's like, I don't know. Like, Cheddar on My Dick was amazing, and Cheddar, did, I mean... I don't even, he was supposed to do a video for Channel on My Dick. I can't remember if he did or not. Yeah. I mean, there was, I, I remember, like, I was looking, like, a long time ago, like a year ago, at just different stuff I've never saw before, because he put out so much content, it's like, almost impossible to keep up with. Yeah. And I was, like, right about to have a kid at the time, too, so it was, like, almost impossible to just, like, but he was relentless. I literally, I, I would tell him, He's relentless with his grind on a regular basis because I've never seen anyone ever anywhere near that level of I'm going to grind this hard. And the things he would come up with were just, no one thinks like that. He was a legit genius. Like, he he, he was going to make millions and millions of dollars. And I knew that for a fact. And it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man, I um, I definitely agree. He was on to something special, especially with his uh, how much he, athletically he was evolving, um, musically he was evolving. It was really like he was he was peaking um, the moment he passed away. So that's definitely yeah, like like I was saying earlier, like he he had just reached that next level in the music industry when this happened, and that just that pissed me off probably more than anything else. It's just like. He was he was in better shape and like it's just like what the fuck? That's it, why I don't believe in God. No no offense if you do, but it's shit like that that pisses me off. Yeah, I mean all we can hope is that like his mantra and his his movement is gonna lead to something even even greater to than what he can do, and that's I think that's from us all really coming together and making the ZHG as strong as possible. Um, yeah, doing, doing I mean, like, I know that he would want this to continue on. He would want me on the phone with you right now talking about all this shit. 
Yeah. And all I all I really care is like what what I think he wants is the brand to definitely not die, and he would definitely you know what I mean like it's it's important to me. It always will be. He me me and him we talked so much, and we were really focused on a business plan, and things were working for us. And for that to happen, it was like crushing to me. I, I could only imagine you and your family and just everything. It just was like, what the fuck, you know? And then yeah. my daughter was born like a week later. Wow. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, you know, hopefully we can we can instill the the Zero Hoots mantra into your daughter's life and help her overcome. Oh yeah, yeah. I've already story. I've already played a bunch of uh, I've already played a bunch of three pack for her actually. Wow. I play a lot of music for her though. Yeah. A lot of my music, a lot of music that I listened to growing up, anything from Pink Floyd to the Three Pack will be everybody. You know yeah. what I mean? Everybody that I think's gonna help her be a better person in life. I try to play it. Nice, nice. You know, one one question that I that I ask everybody, or I try to ask everybody who comes on this podcast, is, what does zero hoots mean to you? Zero Hoots means to me, it means not letting other people's negativity uh, change who you are as a person and just staying you, staying you as a person, like being the real you at all times and not letting any, any bullshit affect you being you and being happy. Yeah. Like, literally, it, like even if a freak accident or something fucked up happened, don't let that take you from being you. Be you, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I think it means. That's what I think he thinks it means and from what he told me and what, I mean, like I said, the whole Zero Hoots thing, that was just a catchphrase. It was never meant to be a brand. It quickly became one, though. And that mm-hmm. was his fans. That was his, definitely his fans played a huge part in that. Yeah. Because they supported that. And it just, it quickly turned from him selling, you know, shirts, then apps and, you know, yeah. Like it's it's just I I think that it needs a lot more attention from the world, and that that's what it should because that's where it was it was gonna go regardless. And I feel like we just need to get it there. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, and um, you know, I'm always curious too. You know, I, I think that's a great a great definition of zero hoots. How do you think? I, being his brother, can continue the brand and continue the mission that he set out on. I mean, that that's that's like the, one of the hardest questions I think you could ask, period. You know what I mean? You could ask, like, have you been faithful to your girlfriend for the past years? And that'd be, like, easier. You know what I mean? That, that's really tough. Um yeah. I mean, honestly, I, my advice, and I guess it's my opinion and advice, would be to really just, I don't know what else you're doing in your life right now. You know what I mean, like, I don't know what you got going on. And it's like, I know you're putting in a lot of effort and a lot of work into this. And I've watched that, you know, like, you might not know because I'm not sitting there liking and commenting and, like, you know, posting in the group every day. But that's just 
I have a family now, but I look and I, and I purposely have just been watching and only speaking up when I feel like I need to because I, I'm so just kind of fucked up over the whole thing, and it's just I just want to see it done right. I definitely want to see it. It definitely needs to live on, but I definitely want it to to to, to grow as quickly as possible for one and mm-hmm. two done the right way. And I know you being his brother that that's not an issue. It's other people. I don't know how we can show everybody, but we definitely should put effort into showing everybody that it's a lot deeper. It's bigger. It, there's a lot more to it than just like not giving a fuck about anything. Yeah. Is, is that does that sound good? Do, do yeah. Fix that. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. It's no. such a hard question because I don't want to tell you what to do. You know what I mean? I want to help you do what you think we should do, and I'll tell you what I you know what I what I think we should do. But I've never been like. With me and Ryan, like, if I was to tell him what, if I came up with an idea for him, I would tell him it, like, hey, you should do this, and I would explain it to him, and he would ask me questions about, well, what about this, what about that, and, you know what I mean, he would either do it or he wouldn't, but I mean, it, we would come up with ideas of, like, 10 a day sometimes, it was ridiculous, and they would be the most stupidest things in the world. And some of them really fucking fucked up and morbid. I don't even know if I want to talk about, like, the real fucked up shit. You know what I mean? That's why I can't really answer the whole crazy, craziest moment. Like, Jesus. Like, I can't. I I don't know if I can out. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I I think that what I want to do is I want to continue. You know, these are almost like discovery sessions that I'm having with the ZHG where... You're doing it, like, I yeah. really like the way you're doing this right now. Like, I feel like this was needed. This is 1,000% in the right track. Like, yeah. me personally to you. Like, yeah. And like I said, I'm definitely down to help with whatever, anything. Anything you need, anything you need for the ZHG, anything. Yeah, you know? no, I appreciate that, that That's man. no problem, that. you know? Yeah, and I, I mean, that's, that's huge. I... And what I'm what we to do, need is we need yeah. more people like that, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who are ready to step up and really, you know, move forward. Well, let's start. Man, I know, let's get, let's I get know back there's got to be a lot of, there's got to be a shitload of them out there. I mean, yeah. the following is still fucking solid. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty amazing. There's, you know how many times a day I see people post, wait, 3 pot died? Like, they don't even know. Yeah. That right there tells you that the, there needs to be more, like, uh, spotlight on this. You know what I mean? More people need to listen to Ryan's music. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. No, you're right. And, um, my and goal, not yeah. just that, but, like, explain, like, what people might not be able to figure out right away. But, you know, kind of push people in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, and let's, I mean... I want to keep it going. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be different than what it was. Um, it might not be as. Well, I mean, it can never be the same. Yeah, but, it's, it's gonna be yeah. a lot different. But I mean, we, we all we gotta do is we gotta keep, you know, understanding what it means to give zero hoots. We gotta keep working with the ZHG. We gotta keep putting out music, putting out a solid content, spreading the mantra, and um, 
you know, getting people to, to listen and be a part of it. Um, I think it can be really empowering for a lot of people. So I'm definitely 100% on board, and I'm glad you are too because we're just going to keep doing our thing and making it happen. Yeah, yeah. That's all yeah. we can do. No, I mean, yeah, exactly. That's all we can do. I mean, I, I just, I have to have faith because of how, like, literally Ryan, I watch him on a daily basis make miracles happen, like make the impossible possible. Do something that would take somebody two weeks, like a couple hours. Like, yeah, it was insane with how good he was with when it came to putting his music out and being the manager and being the marketer, the promoter, all that together by himself. He just destroyed it. Like, it was insane. Like, the, the ideas and the, the, the things he would come up with, he was so clever. It, it was, I've never, ever seen anyone that good. It was, like, dead serious. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's, it's true. It's true. Well, I mean... I'm at the I'm at the point right now where I feel like we've we've talked about a lot, and I mean this doesn't have to be the last podcast that we yeah. do. Um, we, we yeah, really, I'll definitely come back on. Yeah, come back on. We can we can even dive deeper into like specific projects you went. Oh into yeah, there's, there's there's a lot of stories I could tell. There's plenty yeah. plenty of content that can be shared. I don't think it's possible to do it all in one night anyway. To be honest, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, I guess you know. Before we, we wrap things up, is there anything you want to ask me or is there any last remarks that you want to make? Um, um, I, I definitely want to say thank you to anyone who listens to this. Thank you to anyone who's listened to Ryan's music or me, and me and Ryan's music. And thank you if, or if you listen to the entire thing. And you should definitely subscribe if you're not subscribed. And you should definitely pay attention to these podcasts because they're only going to get better. Yep. A lot, a lot of, a lot of things that um, are going to be happening in the future. You're going to find out about it by listening to it. Yep. And there it is, guys. Kid Boston, producer for Three Pac, um, the mind behind a lot of the magic, um, and not only just a producer, but one of Three Pac's good friends. Uh, so thanks, Kid Boston, for jumping on here and, and talking about your work with him. Thank you, bro. Uh, really appreciate it, you know, taking time to, 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 to go through this and um, looking forward to collaborating with you on some tracks and getting you back yeah, on Yeah, I on told you. I got, I'll, I'll send you some fire, man. I'll send you some fire right now, man. Let's do it, son. Let's get the bread, son. Yeah, just uh, send me your uh, email. I'll, I'll definitely send you some beats. Sounds good, son. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, thanks again, and um, let's keep giving zero hoot, son. Yeah, always, man. Peace, All right. man. All right, peace.